So, today's asana practice will begin with a seated virasana posture. So, if you have props in the form of blankets, uh, firm pillows, or blocks, have those nearby as you bring your knees together and angle your shins apart. So, we're going to point the toes, and uh, if this is dis- uh, painful or um, distractingly un- uncomfortable for the knees, then I encourage you to get some height underneath your hips. It could be in the form of a blanket, as I've done, a block or several blocks. I also had a student point out that uh, this was a pretty dramatic uh, angle for the ankle and caused some pain and discomfort there. So a thing to do is to uh, sit up, kneel on a blanket and have the foot go over the lip of the blanket just to um, alleviate some of the pain there. And, you know, that can be one blanket, two blankets, however much height you need underneath your shins. Okay, so as you sit back, grab the flesh of your calves, pull it back and apart to sit between your heels. You might manually move the flesh of your buttocks back and apart to connect your sits bones with the surface below. And now bring your hands onto your thighs. Close your eyes and arrive. Invite your mind into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 75 minutes of practice. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling at this moment. If you have begun to establish a home practice, I advise that you try to set your mat up in relatively the same space every time you practice. Establishing a routine of arrival Establishing a routine of uh, having this presence of mind and body when you come to this particular space to practice. So if you have been doing this for a while, you might notice that just in coming into this space, your body reflexively relaxes, your breath reflexively deepens. Recognize all those spaces where your body is making contact with the surfaces beneath you. Energetically root down through those spaces so you can visualize roots growing from your body into the floor beneath you, reaching down, down, down until they touch the earth. setting a foundation for your posture and for your practice. From this deeply rooted seat, grow tall along your spine, shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, actively lengthening the sides of the body. Loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart to broaden and lift your chest. Let the forearms melt towards the floor, bringing the shoulder blades sliding down the back body. 
Chin pulls parallel to the floor as you ease the sides of your neck subtly back, lengthening along the back of the neck, lifting along the back side of the head. Bring a fingertip or two to your upper abdomen. Create a tone in that space by drawing the left and right front lower ribs in towards one another. And then draw that point subtly towards your spine so that the low back lengthens and your core strengthens. Now with this attention to alignment, you may better be able to breathe slowly and deeply. Direct breath in and out through your nostrils. And as you're ready, draw in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat to begin the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama. In English, we call it the triumphant or uprising breath. Listen for the sound of your breath. Tune into that sound above others, drawing your senses into the present, into the body, and onto the breath. We will practice our box breath today. So for review, this is a four-part breath, um, each part being of equal length. It begins with an inhalation and then a hold of the, the lungs full. At this point, if you'd like, you can tuck the chin slightly towards the chest and draw in, in on the throat and the upper lungs for this Jalandrabandha or net lock. And then the third part will be a controlled exhalation. The fourth part will be a holding in of the lungs empty, or holding out of the lungs empty. And for this part of the breath, I like to engage Mula Bandha, drawing in and up on the pelvic floor. Uh, so you can continue to breathe with the Ujjayi Pranayama technique, drawing in that gentle contraction at the back of your throat. You can do the locks if those things are too distracting and too many rules for, uh, for the breath practice this morning, then it's your practice. Uh, do find, you know, find your bliss, man. Okay, so we'll do uh, two with my count, using a four count for each of the four parts, and then I'll have you do two rounds on your own. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale for one, two, three, four. Fill the lungs, hold one, two, three, four. Exhale with control, one, two, three, four. Hold the lungs empty, Mula Bandha, one, two, three, four. Next breath in, one, two, three, four, fill and hold, tuck the chin if you'd like, one, two, 
three, four. Exhale with control, one, two, three, four. Hold empty, Mula Bandha, root lock, one, two, three, four. Two more rounds, your own count. Once you have completed your four rounds of box breath, continue to breathe deeply in and out through the nostrils as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. I will lead in chanting OM three times. Please chant along with me. Exhale and inhale for OM. Begin to revolve. 
revolve from the inside to the outside. So think about your inner organs shifting from your the right side of your abdomen towards the left side of your abdomen. Move across the ribs, the middle back, the chest and upper back, eventually taking the twist into the neck and into the gaze, leading the gaze now with the right eye towards the back wall and even over the left shoulder. Hug the left shoulder onto the back of the chest. Soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw, and use your breath to bring your awareness deep into your body. And with this idea of breath, there's with this idea of breath uh, moving throughout your middle body, there's also this movement of energy, or as we call it in yoga, prana. So we're going to do a, a fair amount of twisting today, culminating in a um, look at revolved crow pose. Inhale, come back through center, and counter twist. Okay, we're going to come forward into a tabletop shape. Spread your fingers, plant your wrists below your shoulders, knees are hip width distance, and with your inhale, let your belly and chest fall as your tailbone engage, rise into cow pose. Exhale, round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the floor away, dome the upper back in cat. Inhale, cow pose. Exhale, cat pose. And uh, let's focus first on synchronizing breath and movement here. So use the entire duration of your inhale to come to the peak of your cow pose. Contracting the muscles of the back body to open the front. And then moving with the breath as you pull the belly button in and up, opening up the back body by contracting the front body in cat. And now once you've explored that synchronization of breath with movement, listen to the, your spine, listen to your shoulders, your outer hips your inner thighs, what is calling for your attention, and how might you begin to move in such a way that uh, you uh, respond to the areas that are asking for, um, <laughs> for more attention, uh, making your movements an expression of your experience on the map this morning. So if you'd like, with, uh, join with me in sending the hips in big circles, or more of an elliptical shape in one direction and then in the other direction. A couple of times each way and then we're going to bring the right knee an inch towards center as the left leg extends straight up and back for a three-legged table pose. The right knee and toes point down towards the floor keeping the hips at an even height as you lift through the back of the inner thigh. Extend the left arm forward, heart and fingertips reach forward, tailbone and heel reach back, and in the middle find that stability once again. Lower ribs in and back. And from here, point the right knee, or point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the foot with the left hand. If you can get a grip on that foot, begin to kick the foot into the hand, lifting the right thigh straight up away from the floor. As you kick the foot into the hand, allow the left shoulder to be drawn onto the back of the chest. I call this cross bow pose. 
Shoulder on the back, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts, soften the edges of the mouth, feel what you feel, your feelings are real, and that is a quote from Frozen 2. It's my new favorite quote from Frozen 2. <laughs> I have so many favorites. Release your hand and knee down, extend your left leg back, knee and toes point down, so establish the hips at the same height, establish that strength of your core. Right arm extends forward, reach with the heart, reach with the fingertips, extend back with the tailbone and the heel. Point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot. Once you have a good grip, kick the foot into the hand, lift the left thigh away from the floor, drawing the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. Again, kick and lift, kick the foot, lift the thigh, let the right shoulder be pulled deeply onto the back of your chest. Soften the edges of your mouth, continue to breathe. And knee down, hand down. Okay, knees hip width distance. Thread your right arm behind your left wrist, landing the back of your right shoulder, right side of your head on the mat. Push your knees down, shift your hips uh, suddenly towards the right. Push your left hand down, shift your left shoulder suddenly towards the right. So targeting the right shoulder here. You might also feel it on the, in the side of the neck. You might also feel it in the upper ribs on the right side. You might feel it somewhere else where I'm not feeling it, so I'm not pointing it out. That doesn't make it, that doesn't make it incorrect. Again, feel what you feel. And your feelings are real. Look between your knees. I promise I won't say that again. Reach between your knees, reach for your left ankle, calf or uh, heel, whatever you can reach. Gra uh, land the back of your right shoulder, right side of the head on the floor once again. Go going into a um, more, <laughs> a deeper twist here with the shoulder opener. Push your knees down, shift your hips right. Maybe look up beyond your left tricep muscles, left armpit towards the ceiling. And breathe deeply here, despite the constriction. Inhale like you're filling a sponge. Exhale, wring out the sponge. Pull your belly button in towards your spine. Inhale, saturate the lungs. Exhale, pull the belly button in. Empty the lungs completely. Okay, back to center. We'll do the second side. Left arm threads behind the right wrist, landing the left shoulder, left side of the head on the mat. And then push the knees down, shift the hips subtly left. Push the right hand down, shift the right shoulder subtly left as well. Again, notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Is it similar to what you felt on this, the first side? Or you might find that uh, the concentration of this side uh, is quite different. We often find uh, dramatic uh, differences in the poses from one side to the next, especially when we're dealing with the shoulders. Okay, now let's thread the left arm between the knees, reaching back for the right calf, ankle or heel, land the left shoulder, left side of the head on the mat, Knees push down, hips shift left. Look up beyond the right armpit towards the ceiling. 
And then again, engage with your breath. Inhale, saturate the sponge. Exhale, wring it out. So these twists are cleansing postures. They, they promote uh, circulation through the internal organs. If you had a large meal before this practice, you will likely be feeling it right now. So typically I try to eat at least an hour or two before I practice yoga. Okay, come back into your tabletop, left hand below the face, right hand behind the skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the right, elbow up, gaze up, and exhale, elbow towards the left wrist or to the left wrist. Inhale, open right, exhale, curl in. One more time, inhale, chest opens right, and exhale, curl in. Now right hand below the face, second side, left hand behind the skull. Inhale, open left, exhale, curl in. Inhale, open left, exhale, curl in. Last biggest breath in, open the chest, look up, reach up, and exhale, pull the shoulder blades apart as you curl in. Okay, enough of, enough of being down there, let's get up. Oh, I just forgot. <laughs> I looked at my sequence as I was standing and realized that statement was a little premature, but we will adjust. Okay. So we're going to come to standing at the top of our mat, step your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes before placing them back down, engage the muscles of your legs, lifting through your kneecaps, lifting through the front of your pelvic crest as you lengthen down through your tailbone, draw your lower ribs in and back, shoulder blades back, palms turn to face the room in front of you, stand in your mountain pose. And as you um, practice this shape, start to embody the, the start to embody your mountain. You are one with the earth, growing tall, broad, strong into the sky. From here, with your next inhalation, sweep your arms overhead as your palms touch. Look up. Exhale, bend the knees as you flow forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you, release your head down. Inhale, palms come to the shins, shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward. Exhale and fold deeply in, hands to the floor or to blocks in front of you. Inhale as you sweep the arms out, up and overhead. And exhale, hands come through heart center and arms to your sides. So half Suri Namaskar A. Inhale, arms sweep up. Exhale, flow forward with your breath. Hips high, head low, hands to ground. Inhale, half lift, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, flow forward, fold deeply into yourself. Inhale to rise with the breath. Reach up, look up, push down, reach up. Exhale, hands through heart center, back to your mountain. One more time with your own pace.
Okay, once you have come back to Tadasana, step your feet together so the base of your big toes touch. If this is not possible, then keep your feet apart, but slide a block or some other block substitute between your thighs so you have something to squeeze your legs into. Ground down through your feet, lift through the front of the pelvis, sweep the arms overhead, interlace your fingers so that your uh, thumbs are crossed and index fingers point to the sky. Reach up out of your waistline as you exhale, lean the upper body to the right, hips shift gently to the left, engage the muscles of the legs, ground through the heels, inhale, come up through center, exhale, lean the upper body to the left, hips shift right, soften the edges of the mouth, keep the head, hips and chest squared forward, inhale, center. We're going to flow with breath again, exhale right, Inhale, grow tall in the center. Exhale, shift the upper body left. Inhale, center. One more round. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Exhale, left. Inhale, center. And uh, interlace your fingers behind your skull. Lengthen your tailbone down. Lift your chest up. Use the thumbs to cup the base of your skull. Widen your elbows out to either side of the room and then pull your elbows in towards your armpits. Turn your gaze up as you release the weight of your head into your hands. Lift through the heart, broaden across the collarbones, widen out through the elbows, firm in the feet. Inhale, expand the heart space. Exhale, curl back into the unknown. This is my um, Frozen 2 themed class. Lift into the heart, release through the head. Inhale, lift into the heart, exhale, curl back into the support of your own hands. Look along the ceiling towards the back wall, tone the legs, push the feet down. The higher the heart, the taller the spine, the taller the spine, the deeper the back bend. And then come up, chest, arms, head up last, and release your arms to your side. Let's do some shoulder rolls. Forward, up, back, down, forward, up, back, down, and the other direction. Okay, with an inhale, sweep the arms overhead. With an exhale, flow forward. Fingertips to the floor or to blocks in front of you. Release the head down, and then walk out to your forward fold. Bending one knee, and then the other. Sending the hips up and out. Releasing through the low spine after our back bending posture. Okay, lift up onto your toes and attempt to slide your hands underneath your heels. If your feet are together, your pinky fingers should be touching side by side. Bend your knees as much as you need to to sandwich your stomach on your thighs. Now, slowly begin to push your feet down as you lift your hips up. Lengthening along the backs of your legs as you reach the crown of your head towards the tops of your feet, pull your face towards your legs. Draw up with your hands on your heels so your shoulders come up away from your ears. Sides of the neck stay long. Push down through the knuckles of the toes, lift up with the heels, lift up with the hands into the heels. Breathe along the back side of your body as you fold deeply into yourself, lengthening the Back of the spine, lengthening the backs of the legs. Untuck your fingers from under your heels and walk your hands forward. 
Inhale, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back, halfway lift. And now exhale as you take a seat into your fierce chair. So thighs come parallel to the floor. You're either hugging your ankles and knees together or you're squeezing your block. Round your spine, pulling your chin to your chest, forehead towards the knees or to the knees. Belly button in towards your spine, tailbone tucks towards your heels, round your back body as you breathe, try to create space between the vertebra along the back side of your spine for five, four, three, two, and one. Lift the hips up, walk your hands forward, fold deeply into yourself. Inhale, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale as you fold. Inhale as you rise, push down with the feet, reach up, palms touch. Exhale, hands together and arms by your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, take your seat into your fierce chair. Chin to the chest, forehead towards the knees, belly button away from the thighs. Sit low, look forward, reach forward with your arms. Reach forward like you're holding a box. Draw back through the sides of the waistline. Keep the hips low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees hug in or squeeze the block. Right hand to the right thigh, and then curl the gaze and arm up towards the ceiling, lifting the chest as the hips stay low. And then draw the sides of the waistline even more strongly back. Hook the, right, the left elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Draw the right knee back, right hip back, so the, nip, knee, the, nips, the knees stay together. <laughs> okay, uh, make a fist with the right hand, place it in the left palm, and revolve the left ribs towards the right. Keep the hips low. Weight in the heels, hugging the knees and ankles, or the block, five, four, three, two, and one. Fold in, hands to the floor blocks, push the feet down, lift the hips high, fold deeply in. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold, fingertips behind the heels, sit down into your fierce little chair. Shin to the chest, forehead towards the knees, belly button towards the spine. Keep the hips low, look forward, reach forward. Reach forward like you're holding a box. Keep the hips low, pull back through the sides of the waistline. Left hand to the thigh, chest and gaze curl up as you reach with the right hand. Then draw the waistline back even more, round the spine, hook the right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. Draw the right knee back so the knees stay together. And then revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Make a fist with your left hand, place it in your right palm as you revolve your chest open towards the left wall. Keep the hips low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees, hug in or hug the block for five, four, three, two, and look down, unwind, push the hips up, fold deeply in. Inhale, palms to shins, exhale, fold deeply in. Inhale, rise with the breath, arms overhead. Exhale, hands through heart center, and arms to your sides. Whew. Next, we're gonna do a little balance. Ground through the left foot, turn the right knee, right toes out to the right. Keeping your hips and chest squared forward, place your right foot to the inside of the left calf or thigh. Whoa. Establish the roots of your tree by pushing down through the left foot into the earth. 
So uh, my recommendation for tree pose, uh, if you are uh, practicing near a window, and you can look out a window at a tree, focus your soft gaze on that tree, and then embody your tree. Grow deep down into the earth with your roots, and then from that connection with the earth, grow tall. Perhaps hands come to heart center, perhaps grow the branches of your tree out, up, and overhead. Extend to the inseam of your right thigh, contract through your right outer hip, and here comes a storm! Okay, so uh, trees need to have a little suppleness in their trunks, ability to move with the wind, so do a little moving with the wind. Tree at night, close your eyes, that'll make it harder. <laughs> Don't throw the chessboard here, keep playing the game. Look how, you know, balance can be challenging, balance can be frustrating. Um, keep it light, keep it light people. Okay, <laughs> ground through the left leg, grab the right ankle with the right hand. We're going to move into a lotus leg. Take the outside edge of the right foot in the left hand, and then begin to direct the right knee down towards the floor. Lengthen down through the tailbone, lift through the front of the hip points, broad across the chest, right hand to the heart. If you can uh, bring the left hand to the heart without your foot slipping, try it. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like referencing uh, 90s Dana Carvey here. Shoulders on the back. Become your tree. Maybe you're maybe you spotted a different tree out there to be now. Okay, arm down, foot down, and then swing the leg forward, pushing out through the sole of the foot, pulling back through your toes, lifting the leg as high as you can, wrapping the right outer hip down towards the floor, hips and chest squared forward. Root down through the left leg for five, four, three, two, and one. Right foot down. Okay. Imaginary or real hula hoop time. Okay, mine's right here. I'm just going to get it. Hula hoop one direction. Those of you who've been with me a few classes now will know my theory that hula hooping is pretty much a great counter pose to most yoga postures. Okay, other direction. Use a little more fluidity in the hips. Okay. Left knee out to the left, foot to the inside of the calf or thigh, push the foot into the leg, leg into the foot, so that there's a stability at your middle line. Hands to heart center, root down through the right leg, perhaps grow the branches of your tree. All manner of things you can do with your arms, interlace the fingers, push your wrists up, do a little crescent from side to side. Extend through the inseam of the left leg, contract through the outer hip, lengthen down through the spine, and then get crazy. <laughs> Gonna start a tornado here. Uh, okay, so switch to the lotus leg. Take the, uh, the left foot in the right hand, close the knee, try to squeeze the uh, calf and thigh together, 
And then point the left knee down towards the floor, extending through the inseam of the thigh as you lengthen down through the tailbone. Uh, left hand to heart, right hand to heart, unless the foot slips. And again, embody your tree. Release the hand, release the foot, swing the leg forward, push through the heel, pull back through the toes, hands to the hips, draw the left outer hip down as you lift through the left inner thigh, root through the right leg. Five, four, three, two, and one. Foot down. Okay. Come to the top of your mat. Ground the left leg and swing the right leg. Do so with abandon. And then, oh, okay. End of this, play the guitar with your right leg and then swing it back into a deep lunge so that your knee is over your heel, your hips and chest are square forward, your back inner thigh is lifted. Sink the hips down, lengthen the tailbone, draw back through. Uh, draw the inner, the <laughs> lower ribs in and back and loosen it here. Arms at your sides, shoulders back. Open the chest up. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, open the chest towards the left wall. Arms down to the height of your shoulders. Inhale, forward. Exhale, open left. Inhale, forward. Exhale, open left. Take the left hand to the right outer thigh, if possible. Hugging the left shoulder deeply onto the back of the chest. Sink down to your left knee, reach up through your right fingertips, and curl back. Reach from the waistline out through the fingertips, look up, left shoulder blade on the back, and then exhale, <laughs> get out of there. Get on out of there. Do a little uh, hip shaking, a little hula hooping, before we do the second side. Okay. Right foot grounds. With wild abandon, swing your left leg. Whew. Couple more times. And then play the guitar. Swing the left leg back. High lunge. Create a long stride. Knee over the heel. Lengthen the tailbone down, draw the low waist in, shoulders on the back, arms at your sides, lift through the back inner thigh, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, exhale, open right, inhale, center, exhale, right, inhale, center, exhale, right, reach back with the right arm, grab the outside of the left thigh if available, otherwise just leave the arm here, reach up out of the left waistline through the left fingertips, and then lean back. Look up, reach up, hips sink low. Right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of the chest. Lengthen the left side body. Five, four, three, two, and one. Chest forward, step it forward. Do some invisible hula hoop. One direction, other direction. Ah, okay, now we're heating up. <laughs> well, it took 40 minutes, but getting warm. Okay, take the heels apart. Turn your toes out at about a 45 degree angle as we set up for goddess pose. Hands to the hips, shoulder blades on the back. 
Push your knees in the direction of your toes as you send the hips down. As though the hips are taking the elevator shaft down to the level of the knees. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, weight in the heels, and inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, right arm underneath the left. Palms together or grab shoulders, elbows lift, forearms away from the face, upper body back. Extension through the inner thighs, contraction through the outer hips, weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, and one. Keep the hips left, sweep the arms overhead, exhale, left arm underneath the right. Palms touch or grab shoulders. Upper body back, elbows lift, forearms away from the face. Extension through the inner thighs, contracted through the outer hips. Weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten the legs. Sweep the arms overhead and exhale. Arms to your sides, heel toe, your feet back together. One more time. Hula hoop. One direction. And the other direction. I mean, my hula hoop's right there. I could have gotten it. <laughs> you know, it works just as well without the hula hoop, though. Okay. Let's come back into a tabletop. I had some lunges that I neglected to do earlier, so we're going to do those now. So bring your right foot between your hands. Step your left knee back a few inches if that feels um, sustainable. You might have that back knee on some padding in the form of a blanket, a pillow, or just doubling up your mat like so. Scissor your legs together so the right foot pulls back, the left knee draws forward as you bring your hands to your front thigh. Press your elbows straight, prop up your chest, size the waistline back, tailbone lengthens down, and then slowly begin to melt your hips down and forward. So there's this pulling in, toning the legs together, squaring the hips forward, and then there's a um, release as well. Expand and contract, expand and contract. Arms at your sides, shoulders roll back, inhale, look up, reach up. And if you want, exhale, arms back, head back. If it feels better to support the head and the hands, you can do that as you curl back. We don't have to curl back at all. <sighs> Anjaneyasana, the mother of Hanumanasana. So uh, you can kind of see how this is a precursor to the splits. And then chest forward, arms forward. Frame the front foot and then send the hips back so the knee is once again over the heel. Hands again to the thigh, lift the chest, size the waistline back, extend the left arm by the left ear, draw the sides of the waistline back, hook the left elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Either choose to stay here using the, hand, the right hand against the thigh for leverage to revolve the left ribs towards the right, or slide the elbow down the outside of the thigh, bringing the armpit closer to the thigh. Make a fist with your right hand, bring it to your left palm, or hands to prayer. Broaden out through the elbows, either choose to stay here, or lift the back leg for a twisted lunge, or a prayer twist lunge. <laughs> okay, while we're here, why not? If you want to play this game, uh, you might attempt to wrap the left arm underneath the right thigh, sweep the right arm up, reach the hand back, and try to clasp the hands. Can't see it, but my hands are together. If your hands need a little bit more length to come together, you might use a strap. 
chest towards the ceiling, keep the back thigh lifted. Okay, look down, get the heck out of there, unwind, and then we'll send the hips back into a runner stretch. So you might slide the right heel forward as you send the hips back, left hip over the left knee, extending along the back of the right leg as you pull back through the right toes, lift into the right kneecap. This might be plenty, experiencing the back of the right leg in this shape, or if you are desiring more from this, you might walk the hands forward, melt the elbows down as you round your spine over the right leg. I don't know about you guys, um, I'm, I think I'm having fun. I think I'm enjoying this. Um, <laughs> I was actually thinking, oh, this would be a really fun uh, class to do with other people in the room. Um, because it's a fun class to do without it, other people in the room. Okay, so uh, be here now. Back to your body, back to your breath, option to enjoy. Okay, so let's come forward, foot on the floor, hands frame the front foot, tuck the back toes, or, no, or don't. Uh, just send the right leg back and then left leg forward. So, uh, first we're going to come into Anjane Asana. Scissor the legs together. So left heel pulls isometrically back, right knee draws isometrically forward. The back knee can be padded. Hands to the front thigh, press the elbows straight, prop up the chest, lower ribs in and back, tailbone lengthens down. And then as you continue to draw in, expand out simultaneously. Pull the right knee forward to wrap the right outer hip forward, and then extend the left, the right inner thigh back, melting the left hip towards the left heel. Choose to stay here, or arms by your sides. Choose to stay here, or sweep the arms overhead. Choose to stay here, or lean back. Choose to stay here, or support the hands in the head. If your choices are causing you to want to uh, tip over the table, the game board, then make different choices <laughs> or change your perspective. <laughs> That's my advice. Uh, lift through the back of the heart, tilt the head back, reach the arms back. And then chest forward, arms forward, head comes up last. Shift out of the deep lunge, left hand to the thigh, right arm along the right ear. Draw back through the sides of the waistline, and then hook the elbows to the outside of the thigh. Stay here, or slide the armpit deeper towards the thigh. Stay here, or left hand to the right palm. Push the knuckle into the hand to revolve the right ribs more towards the left wall, or hands can come to prayer. Choose to stay here, or tuck the back knee, lift, or tick the back toes, lift the back knee. Uh, prayer, twist, lunge. <laughs> and choose to stay here, or snake the right arm underneath the left thigh. Left arm to the ceiling, clasp the hands, or use a strap to extend the length of the arms. Left shoulder on the back. Gaze and chest revolve skyward, lift through the back inner thigh, keep scissoring the legs for five. Four, three, two, and look down. Hand down, hands frame the front foot, knee down if it's up, send the hips back, slide the left heel forward, 
Lengthen along the back, leave the leg, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecap, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Perhaps melt the forearms down, walk the hands forward. Do what it takes to uh, find an expression of the pose that is giving you some interesting sensation without not without too little experience that you're bored with the practice, without too much experience that you want to uh, knock the chessboard off the table. Okay, back to the foot. And uh, we are going to do a brief practice of handstand today. So I'll give you a few options for this. Um, we did this last Monday and Tuesday, so I thought we'd continue with the handstand practice. Um, if you are ever trying to uh, achieve one of these inversions, either headstand or handstand forearm balance, it's good to try to uh, consistently practice them. Um, so that's what I'm going to give you guys, a little consistency here. So. Um, I'll give you several options, first of which is just a prolonged downward facing dog. So uh, wrists are outer shoulder width distance apart, hands are turned out slightly, uh, tuck the toes under and send the hips up and back into a downward facing dog. Push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back, the knees can remain bent. We are just getting this experience of having the arms overhead and weight bearing as we will in our handstand practice. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the first place you can practice. If your downward facing dog feels uh, shaky, then uh, just hold it for longer and you will develop the uh, muscle tone to hold it for longer. Okay, so turn to a wall. Hopefully you have some uninterrupted wall space. Just kidding. Okay, <laughs> turn to a wall and then uh, you're going to sit in, uh, sit in, what is this called? Staff pose with your legs straight and your feet flush against the wall. Hands along the sides of the hips, so you're effectively measuring the length of your legs from the wall. From here, I'm going to uh, check on where my hands are and then flip over and place my hands in that same place with uh, my toes tucked at the wall. I'm going to set up for a short down dog with my heels at the wall. So again, my arms are in this overhead plane and my hands are weight bearing. Root down through the knuckles, try to lift into the wrist, keep my gaze between my hands as I walk my feet up the wall. So uh, before you're doing this, watch me. So this is a no-no. This is where you're automatically gonna go to this uh, plank at the wall place. But this pose is called L at the wall. So I'm trying to make this 90 degree angle with my body where my heels are directly uh, in line with my hips. My hips are over my shoulders. My shoulders are uh, somewhat over my wrists. So this is one that I'm constantly uh, coming around to adjust people in because it's hard to figure out where this place is. If you have a mirror, you can look at yourself and kind of figure it out, but that's gonna uh, disrupt your balance somewhat. So. Uh, this is the place where it's going to be the most challenging. So when your heels are at the height of your hips, your hips are over your shoulders, your shoulders are over your wrists, it is going to be very 
difficult to stay upright without your elbows buckling. The advantage of that pose, you, you um, develop strength, you develop hella strength. Um, also, uh, it's, if you fall down, your feet just come to the floor. Uh, if you fall down when you kick up, uh, often your arms collapse and your head hits the floor. So uh, this is a great safe place to build that strength. Okay, so third option is to start trying to kick up. So uh, I would start with my hands about a foot from the wall. Again, coming up into downward facing dog, grounding through the knuckles, look between my hands and walk my feet forward for a shortened dog. Grounding through the arms, making sure if you are somebody uh, who has um, hyper, can hyperextend your elbows, make sure you're not doing that. You, although you want your arms straight, you want a very uh, subtle bend in the elbows so that you're not relying on the, the, uh, the bones just stacking on top of each other. You're relying on your muscle strength. Okay, so right one foot in towards center, opposite leg lifts. Look between the hands, press down through the hands, and we're just going to start with a couple of hops. So without the arms buckling, hop up, switch the legs, look between the hands, hops, hoppy, hoppy, hop, until you feel strong and safe enough to hop to the wall. Squeeze the legs, push down through the hands. And maybe eventually <laughs> you practice with the legs coming slowly away from the wall, scissoring the legs in, squeezing the legs together, lengthening up through the tailbone as you push down through the hands. Okay, and if you are to the point where you're like, I feel good, I can hold a handstand for maybe over even a minute, and you're working on balance, just come further away from the wall as you uh, kick up. Okay, so that's enough of that. If you want to do more of that, you can always pause if you are watching the pre-recorded session. Otherwise, everyone, let's come to a child's pose. Knees together, feet together, point the toes back, take the hands out in front of you, push the hands down and forward as you round the low spine, hips uh, deeply towards the heels, and then look forward, walk the upper body forward. Spread the fingers, Melt the forearms, sink the head towards or to the floor. Arrive in this moment, in this body. You might uh, consider the idea that the experience of this moment is a culmination of everything we've done throughout the practice everything you've done throughout your lifetime, everything that's ever happened in the history of the universe. So don't miss it. If you'd like, sweep your arms back so that the palms face up, the heads of the arm bones curl forward. That might cause you to adjust your head. If your face is just smushing into the floor in this pose, then just turn one cheek to the floor. And after a few breaths, turn the other cheek.
You might notice at this time that the, the, as the body uh, gets this momentary rest, the mind takes this opportunity to latch on to, um, to uh, concerns, anxieties, plans. Um, the next thing, the judgment of the last thing. Um, so we're in yoga. <laughs> Uh, one of my main ideas uh, in my teaching is that we're rerouting the mind to be present. So if you notice that happening, just uh, say, okay, I see that this is happening. Right now, I want to notice, I want to be aware of the breath. I'm interested in what it's like to be in this body at this moment. Okay, round up through the spine and swing your legs forward. You might come away from the wall, giving yourself some space. Take your feet hip width distance, knees lifted, look up, reach your heart up, reach your arms up, and then slowly begin to articulate your back body towards the floor. Tuck the tailbone, lower back, Middle back, upper back, down to the floor, head down, arms out, palms facing up. Squeeze your legs together and lift your feet up off the floor. Tuck your tailbone so your lower spine lifts away from the mat. Make some space here on either side of the mat. Tuck the toes, or tuck the tailbone, and then uh, keeping the knees together, left shoulder grounded, draw the right knee towards the right tricep muscle, or both knees towards the right tricep muscle. Squeeze the knees, curl the left shoulder back, and inhale, legs back to center. Exhale, knees to the left, right shoulder grounds, Right uh, back and right ribs towards the mat. Tailbone is tucked, knees squeezed together, knees pull up towards the left tricep muscles. Inhale back to center. I'm getting a little cramping in the outer hips, so if that's uh, the case for you, make a little movement to um, alleviate that. Okay, lift the knees, tuck the tailbone, exhale right. Either choose to stay here or extend the right leg straight. Keep the legs hovering over the, the right, the feet hovering over the right hand, left ribs, left shoulder back to the floor. Either bend the knees in or sweep the legs back towards center straight. <sighs> okay. Bend the knees. Tuck the tailbone. Exhale, knees towards the left tricep muscles. Right shoulder, right ribs back towards the floor. Extend the legs. Feet at a hover over the left hand, right ribs back to the floor, right arm grounds. And either bend the knees to bring the knees back to center or try to keep the legs straight, come back to center. Okay, so this is, uh, this is prep for our Revolve Crow Pose. So if you've been with me before and we've done Crow Pose, um, I try to make a point that this is uh, coming, the, 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 uh, coming up into the arm balance has a lot to do with core strength. So I'm trying to make that same point in this revolved crow. So we're gonna try a revolved crow 
lying on our back. So knees into the chest, tuck the tailbone, and then uh, with the arms reaching towards the ceiling. Okay, so take your arms towards the ceiling, palms as though you're going to put palm prints on the sky, on the ceiling. Tuck your toes, lift your knees, and then begin to shift your knees at an angle towards the right as you lift your head and shoulders off the floor and shift your chest at an angle towards the left. So you're trying to put your palm prints on uh, the left side of the ceiling. Try to hug your, your left knee up towards your right armpit. Less of your back body on the floor. Push with the hands. Tuck with the tailbone. Pull in with the belly button. Five, four, three, two, and one. Come back down. Okay, second side. Knees in towards the chest. Uh, curl the tailbone off the floor. Squeeze the legs together. Arms towards the ceiling. And then we're going to revolve it, moving the knees towards the left, moving the upper body towards the right as you peel your head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor. Push your palm prints onto the right side of the ceiling. Hug your knees in and up towards your left armpit. Less of your back body on the floor. Soften the edges of your mouth. Five, four, three, two, and one. Head down, hips down, feet down. Take your feet as wide as your mat. Let your knees fall together for a moment. Arrive. One hand to your belly, one hand to your heart. Feel your breath. And then feet hip width distance apart, knees hip width distance apart, arms to the ceiling, gaze to the sky, peel your head, neck, and shoulders, upper back, middle back, lower back, up away from the floor. Try to keep your feet grounded. Try not to grab your knees unless you need to, then grab your knees to come up. Okay, so here we go. Revolved crow pose. If you have a large book or blocks, uh, this, they will be helpful at this moment. If you do not have them, you can still do it. You can still do it. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Uh, so if you have the blocks, bring them uh, to the middle of your mat. If you don't, uh, don't bring them to the middle of the mat. Uh, if you have the blocks, stand on them. If you don't have the blocks, don't stand them. E on a, either way, bring your inner feet together. And then lift up onto your toes as you bend your knees forward. Sink your hips towards your heels. Squeeze the legs and then bring your right hand uh, back behind you uh, to the outside of your right hip. So again, just like a fierce chair pose, the left knee is going to lunge forward. Draw the left knee back so that the knees stay together. Left arm extends along the left ear. Draw back through the sides of the waistline and hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh. Get the uh, armpit deep down towards the uh, thigh as much as you can and then plant the left hand plant the right hand so my hands are off the right side of my mat my hands are shoulder width distance apart just as they would be for down dog and then I'm going to look at the space uh, where my fingertips are pointing look forward at my hands and then start to lean my upper body forward until my feet come up off of the perch my crow perch my blocks squeeze the legs Chest forward, push down through the hands. And that's the beginning of a side crow pose. Uh, this is one, it took me a very long time to get this one. 
I find uh, crow pose and revolved crows, uh, revolves crow to be pretty challenging. So um, that's one. That's attempt one at uh, the right side. So let's attempt two at the right side. Feet together. Lift onto the toes. Bend the knees forward. Keep the hips low. Legs squeezing in. Right arm back. Left arm up. Lengthen along the left side. Draw back through the sides of the waistline. Hook the elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Slide the elbow down towards the floor. Armpit towards the thigh. Plant the hands. Little trick here. Make it a lot easier for you. Look between your hands, look forward of the hands, and then look at your right elbow for a moment. Start to bend your right elbow towards your right hip, and then make a shelf with your right elbow to rest the outer hip on. So your, the outside of your right leg is now rested on the shelf of your elbows. Okay, from here, you might extend the uh, <laughs> right leg out to the left, and the left leg straight back. Okay, so in a, um, in a more traditional game of revolved crow pose, you're not going to make that shelf. But you know what, for me, I, I modify that rule because it makes it way more fun to play. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's my current stance on alignment. Um, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt me to do it that way, so why not do it that way? Um, okay, so I'm going to turn around. We'll do the second side. <laughs> I might not win the, the yoga Olympics with that move, but uh, I had fun. Okay, so come up onto your perch, feet together, lift the heels, bend the knees forward, knees stay together, left hand to uh, behind you, to the outside of the left hip, right arm reaches up. Lengthen along the right side body, then pull the sides of the waistline back. So lengthen uh, round the low spine. Keep the knees together as you hook your right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. Draw the right knee back. Try to uh, fold in, scrunch up, <laughs> twist really deep, feel that big breakfast. Um, and then plant the right hand, plant the left hand. Let's try it without the shelf. Uh, gaze forward of the fingertips and then shift onto the outside of the right arm, keeping the left arm unencumbered. Uh, okay. Every balance pose starts with a single moment of, um, of <laughs> whatever you call it, balancing on your hands, <laughs> of arm balance in this. So you just grow and expand on that moment. Okay, so second, second time, I'm going to use the shelf, show the shelf technique. Uh, knees together, sit the hips to the heels, squeeze the legs. Right, left hand behind the hip, right arm extends up, hook the elbow. Okay, look between the hands, and then look at the left elbow. Bend the left elbow, land the uh, left outer hip on the left elbow. Shift forward. And then Ekapada Kundinyasana 2 or 1, or I don't know what it's called, but uh, that feels pretty good. So uh, if you want to try that, try it. And then you're probably looking at the clock much as I am saying, I hope this is a 75 minute class. And it is. So let's get the heck out of there. Come to lie on your back. Ah, I don't know about you, but the front of my hips are tight. So let's do a little, little baby bridge pose. 
Feet hip width distance apart and parallel. Heels in towards the hips, press the feet down, lift the hips up, lengthen through the knees, lengthen through the tailbone, ground through the inner feet, roll the inner thighs down as the outer hips lift. Okay, there's been a lot of rainfall lately, so the river is getting bigger. We're going to need to build a bigger bridge. Interlace the fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulder blades one at a time underneath your chest. Walk your shoulder blades underneath your chest. Push your feet down, lengthen through your knees, lengthen through your tailbone, inner feet, ground, outer hips, lift, inner thighs, revolve down. Look down the center of your bridge. Is one side of your bridge higher than the other? If so, try to move from within. Breathe into the lung of the corresponding shorter side of your bridge. Try to even out your bridge for safe passage. Hips down, untuck the shoulders, unlace the fingers. Feet apart, knees together, hands to the belly, hands to the heart. I don't know about you, but I just, I just want one more, just one more back bend before we gotta go. Feet into, uh, feet parallel. Uh, do what we did before, or don't, or do this. Either slide your hands underneath your heels for a bound bridge. Or, if you can, grab the outer ankles for another version of brown bridge. Okay, shoulders deeply onto the back of the chest. Push the inner feet down, lift the outer hips up, lengthen through the knees, lengthen through the tailbone. Look down the front line of your bridge. Is one side of the bridge shorter or, um, or lower than the other? Breathe into that corresponding shorter lower side. And then let it go. Okay, draw the right knee into the chest. Uh, interlace the fingers around the right shin. Pull the knee in and up towards the right armpit. Squeeze it in. Release. Pull the left knee in and up towards the left armpit. Squeeze it in. Release. Pull both knees in towards your chest. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Squeeze it in. Lengthen your low back. So this is... Uh, try and get more of your back body on the floor as you squeeze your legs and head to the arm bone, reach towards the floor, and then let it go. Okay, happy baby. Grab the outer edges of your feet. Soles of the feet towards the ceiling. Rock from side to side, massaging the low back against the floor. <sighs> okay, feet together. Interlace your fingers. Widen your knees apart. Bhadakanasana, Supta bound, reclined angle pose, extend through your inner thighs, contract your outer hips, lengthen your low spine against the floor. Feet as wide as your mat, arms out like a T, exhale, knees right, inhale, center, exhale, knees left. I know it's time to go because people are, people are trying to get in the room. Small people, hungry people. <laughs> okay, bring the knees back to center. Give yourself a big hug. You played the game and you won by having a good time. Tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards your knees, squeeze, and let it go. Take a couple moments. Jeez, uh, I always exceed the time here. But I don't care. I'm doing savasana. So here's my Mr. Rogers routine. Putting on my socks. Putting on my sweater. 
get comfortable to lie down and relax. I'm inviting you to uh, do Savasana. I know you have committed to 75 minutes and I have breached our commitment. I'm just breaking all the rules today. I'm making a shelf with my elbows and I'm going over 75 minutes. Just that's the kind of yoga teacher I am. Okay, so if you'd like, you can swing your legs up the wall or support your head on a blanket. Arms at your sides, legs, uh, heels set wider than the hips, feet opening out to either side of the room. Considering how to relate this to games, and what I what came into my head is that the consider the end of a video game. Take uh, Super Mario Brothers. Have you played that one? Um, classic in my in my lifetime, in my household growing up. But uh, something that happens when you finish the game is that there's this kind of recap of everything that happened throughout the gameplay. You revisit all the characters and it's kind of this uh, wistful, <laughs> um, triumphant look back. And uh, yeah, it's, I guess again it's this kind of idea of this is the reward, the culmination of your efforts has brought you here. This is your reward. This is the culmination of your efforts. Be still. Consider cultivating a sense of peacefulness at this time. With this idea, you might recall a moment, an experience where you just had that overwhelming sense of peace, of oneness with your own being, the environment around you. Often for me, this uh, 
This feeling is associated with looking up at the sky. Getting some glimpse of the vastness of the universe. Seems appropriate that we should take this time lying on our backs. Open and exposed. So in accessing this moment of peacefulness, may we uh, hold that as a as a resource for those moments where we might feel disconnected, hurt. Lonely, angry, frustrated, rejected. You might recall this access to the calm, access to a sense of inner connectivity. Take more air into your lungs with your next inhale. If you'd like, audibly sigh out through your mouth. Invite movement back into your fingers and toes, reawakening the physical being. Eventually bend your knees, feet to the floor, Extend your right arm along your right ear and roll onto your right side, supporting your head on your right arm. Transitioning from our corpse position into this fetal shape. Keep your eyes closed and press your way back up to a comfortable seated position. Recall our original 
check in to our original establishment of a rooted seat and a tall spine. Bring your hands onto your heart. Experience the ebb and flow of your breath. And perhaps the subtle beat of your own heart. We will chant on one single time to close the practice. Please chant with me. Exhale. And inhale for all. Thank you for your your presence, your patience, and your hard work and focus throughout the practice. Thank you for not tipping the table over and uh, throwing the chess pieces on the ground. Um, I, I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Um, the light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste. Yes, uh, thanks for sticking around for practice. <laughs> this, is, this is the real reward at the end. This is where I, uh, you know, give you a present. Um, just kidding. Uh.